Welcome to another episode of Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, Joel. Joel, what's going on, man? Hey, man. It's, uh, it's I'm good, but uh, real quick, before we get going, mm-hmm. I want to say something. I know normally this is kind of like, you know, a funsy podcast. Yeah. I would try to keep it light and shit, but... Uh, Tuesday's coming up, you know, election day, and I just want to make sure that uh, people get out there. Just, just hold on. We'll get to the we'll get to the pee holes later. But you know, Tuesday it's election. This could be the biggest midterm election there is, guys. And I just you know get out there. Um, I, I know voting's lame, Joel, but you know, don't do it for me. Don't do it for me in cash. Do it. You know, I have a daughter. Vote for her. You know, my niece. Vote for her. Like, just vote for the future. You know, just t- it doesn't take long. It's not really hard. You just get out there and you vote. Are you gonna vote, Joel? I mean, I agree with your message one hundred percent. All right, but get uh, out there. Election it's Tuesday. Election day. Was- this comes out Sunday. This is Tuesday, you guys. Vote. Election day was last Tuesday. It was last it Tuesday. It already happened. It was. Yeah, it was last Tuesday. Ah, that shit doesn't matter anyway. Fuck it. Thanks for listening to Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, weird, random ghosts. There you go. Not just naming things in the room. Oh my god. There's a cult of ghosts. I mean, I hated that like, you were on a roller, man. Like you, I got on my soapbox. I, I don't do it often, and this is why. I appreciated the passion, man. Uh, the message. I Are you appreciated. sure? Yeah, uh, it was last Tuesday. Yeah, it was the or just a couple today. Saturday. It was the first. Oh. It was November first. Oh shit! So or the eighth? Yeah, the eighth. The eighth. Yeah, man. So you missed it. Uh. But I hope, did you, so you didn't vote? Like, <laughs> no. Well, I know, didn't make a difference. We're in West Virginia, yeah. so if you would have been voting like anything Democratic, it wouldn't have mattered oh, anyways. Okay. So, so we, I don't matter. Yeah, we don't matter here in okay. West Virginia. Okay, that feels good. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, if you live I, mean, in, I usually get that vibe just walking through the door, but it's good to just put it out there. You know, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's out now. Yeah, I living in sure. like, and we live right on the border of Ohio. Yeah. So like, we can't even like look over the other state and be like. Not that Ohio is much No, that's better. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. We can't even look at the other state and be like, I could just move right over there. Yeah. Like, that'd be, nope, if you move over there, it's even worse. It's just the Mid-Ohio Valley. That's why they call it the Mid-Ohio yeah. Valley. Like, yeah. you, people in Ohio making jokes about West Virginians, you're not much different. You ain't red, we <laughs> hope you're dead. <laughs> That's the state mottos around this. Yeah. Days. Uh, I feel like Ohio's more, like, in your face about it, though. In your face? Like, but, you but it's so weird, because there's certain cities in Ohio, like, the cities I go to, I guess, yeah. that are, like, you know, like, pretty democratic. They're hip. Yeah. They're cool. But they, they smoke don't. jazz. <laughs> they don't matter, though. None of this matters. All right. Not that loud, so I was the joke. The voting doesn't matter. It doesn't, sadly. <laughs> some places, there are some pretty big wins. Yeah. Uh, for for the good guys. I hate saying that. It sounds so douchey. Uh, just for the, why we're not a political for podcast. For the lesser of two evils, <laughs> yeah. there were some victories. Yeah. Shit uh, sandwich and douchebag. Unfortunately, Ron DeSantis did have a blowout victory in Florida, so we're probably going to deal with his fucking ass. Yeah, everyone's like, I saw people like, we're moving to Florida. Uh, <laughs> Quite good. He's like... Everyone get out in the Florida, because I will never go to Florida. He's legitimately well-spoken Donald Trump. Yeah. That's it. That's scary. He's going to be better at speaking and more like... <laughs> you see where Trump was like, if everyone wins, I won't get any of the credit, but they lose, they'll blame me. Yeah. Or like, I, th- I might have got it backwards. I may have fucked up a Trump quote. Who knows? Quote. <laughs> Who knows? And he said it differently the next night, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, vote. That's what we're saying. Vote. vote this Tuesday. Next time, just go where, go to the school that you would have voted at, and be like, "Hey, I'm here now. I demand a vote. Yeah. It's my right." <laughs> don't go to schools. There's gonna be kids Stay there. Stay away from schools. Please don't go. To I'll schools. remind you next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is, thank you. Okay? Thank yeah, you. I'll keep you on track. All right. Uh, not next year. Whenever it happens again. Yeah. <laughs> we're so smart. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I just wait for all the signs to start being posted. I'm yeah. like, all right, it's about time to do that thing. It um, takes a while to vote, too. Man. It does. Sometimes we're there for <laughs> so long. I realized here I voted. Yeah. It took so long. Sometimes it's just like, just wait for like almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. It's worth it, though. Not this year for me, but for you. I got that sticker. <laughs> yeah. That's all that matters. Oh, the sticker. You got to have that clout. I'm going to make my own. Yeah. <laughs> 
not through mine. I voted before once, you know. That's the first time I've ever grabbed a sticker. Yeah. I usually am like, no, I'm not doing that. And this they, year, they force them on me. This year was like, I've got to. <laughs> got to show. I feel the need for some attention. Yeah. So. Well, good job. I joined. Good job. And then I posted it on a social media site and got a response that's from somebody I have no idea who they are, uh-huh. some random, you know, person. And they replied with, um, good job, slave. Oh, nice. I reply back with a kissy face. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Someone like, was I remember, bold. I remember being 21 and yeah. angsty. Somebody was bold that day. Yeah. Good job, slave. Yeah. You fucking moron. <laughs> what a dipshit. Like, look, I know voting is just as worthless as everyone yeah. else, but I wanted a sticker. Yeah. That's a free sticker. Stickers are awesome. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Okay. Uh, speaking of things that really matter. I wanted to get your opinions on a couple things. All right. So I know you're a big, uh, your favorite, I think, horror franchise is Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. I think Jason Voorhees is, sure. your, is your guy. Uh, I, I recently, got the tattoo. You got you got a couple of them, don't you? No, just, just the one? Just the one. Okay, I don't know why I thought you had something else, too. Um, but I just recently rewatched. I'm getting the machete. I, you may have, I thought you we may have talked machete. about okay. that. Yeah, I'm not, I haven't gotten that yet. Um, but I just rewatched the 2009 reboot. Uh-huh. And I wanted to get Keisha, your, right? your thoughts on it. Yeah. Uh, no, Kesha's not in it. It's uh, it's another chick that sings. Um, I forget. Yeah. She was she was big like for that. Yeah. Like that time she. Was she gets naked. Uh, she's the one on the skis on the uh, on the water skis. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But then she gets underneath the dock and he stabs her. Safe. Stabs her through the dock into the <laughs> head. And then lifts her up and you see her tits again. Yeah. I guess uh, I was reading that <laughs> she was super uncomfortable with. The that the nude the nudity uh-huh. and then um, it's very, I don't blame her. It's a very creepy story, but uh, the director kind of like pressured her into it. Oh, like just telling her like you know whatever. And after she did it, she was like, "It was the most liberating thing. I love being naked." Oh, okay, now. so Sweet. I mean, I, I guess that's a good story. Yeah, I like I don't know why. <laughs> like I I watching the movie, like I did not like I would have had the exact same experience watching the movie. Yeah, without without her being topless. Yeah. So. For the sure. director out there, whoever you were. The director definitely loves some boobs in, being that, weird. in that movie. Just quit being weird. Yeah, because we talked about the other scene, too, with the... Uh, yeah. The, yeah. That's basically a porn scene. <laughs> yeah. They don't saw any insertion, but it's pretty close. Yeah. But but yeah a, what do you think of it? Though? I liked it. That was a cool movie. Kind of showed how he uh, can get around so fast because he has his underground tunnels and... Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was an interesting take was on it. More I think that was a better reboot than the uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Me too. one. I, I'm a big fan of the 2009 of Friday the 13th yeah. reboot. I thought it was awesome. I have, like, the unedited fools. Like, I like uncut. that he kind of uses the uh, the weed grounds as, like, a, like his hunting grounds. Because uh-huh. it draws in all the teenagers, yeah. you know, trying to find the weed. Yeah, that's pretty Yeah, the opening scene. Yeah, the, the opening's awesome where you think that's the cast. Yeah, they're not. And they all just get, <laughs> but they give him plenty of time to... Like, where you start to, like, kind of get to know them, and yeah. you're like, all right, I see how this is going. And, and then the nope. asshole of the group, you yeah. know, and, like, the, it's a cool movie. I like uh, I like all the movies, though. I mean, even, like, the bad Jason movies I can still watch. And, yeah, I mean, I, I fucking them. love Jason Goes to Manhattan. Yeah. And everybody hates it. Jason Goes to Space, that's so that's, bad. But that's where we was like, guys, all he wanted was his machete. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, so, sticking with the Friday 13th, uh, there is a... Friday Thirteenth prequel series yeah. coming out before too long. What do you think about that? I think I'll like it because uh, my favorite Friday Thirteenth is the first one. That's the one we did our real crime so on, Jason. and Jason's not even in it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I still love Jason, love the rest, and everything. But I mean, if I could only watch one, I would watch the first one. So I, I'm, so I'm kind of what it's going to be about, though. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, she goes it, crazy after Jason dies. So I mean, what's, so is it going to be like? Are we going to see child Jason and like see how he be? But like, no, no one's getting killed there. But that's the whole. If that's the whole story of just like a group of campers picking on a mentally disabled person, like yeah. it's a damn <laughs> of a show. Yeah. And then yeah, oh, like, I want some slasher. The mom's not going to be killing anybody yet. Yeah. So I do wonder what the whole point of it's going to be. Maybe they can like. Uh, I don't even know because they had a Friday Thirteenth uh, uh, series where it was like yeah. a bunch of, but it was just like kind of like a Tales from the Crypt where it was just different stories. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, I don't know, it's gonna... I'll, It'll be interesting, yeah. I'll watch it, I'll, I'll watch check it, it out. I'll check it out. Well, yeah. I may be out after the first episode, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, if it's, <laughs> it's like a coming-of-age tale. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, if it's just gonna be like the story of how Jason Voorhees became what he is, yeah, I don't need to watch a whole series. Of, yeah. Like fucking and well, that's not that interesting kids. to me. Uh, 
Now, if it's going to be like, turns out Camp Crystal Lake is like a hotbed for like That's what I'm yeah. raging murders. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but you know, instead of the high school, it's Camp, Camp. Crystal Lake. Maybe there's like a. And Buffy's in it. Maybe there's like a spirit there that he like went into like the body of yeah. uh, Jason's mom. Or like the lake kills people. Like the, they give the lake a mouth and it's like, bah, 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 I'd watch bah, that. Like people just fall in. I wish it would. I, I would love. <laughs> or they jump in. If the lake, lake just does that the whole time, just bob, bob. Like if you're at the lake, you just gotta be like, well, just don't go over there. Like <laughs> the lake's bob, bob again. Just stay away. Yeah, just go know? to this side yeah. of the lake and you're good. <laughs> They the you know, rivers have mouths. Yeah, so how about a lake? The mouth of the river. Bah, 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 bah. All right. Uh, so this week, um, I've got a few. I've got like multiple stories, all cool. kind of short. Um, but I thought we would uh, cover a few different murders that uh, murders, deaths. Not all of these are murders. Okay. Um, like the first couple stories we're going to talk about are deaths. That seem like murders. Mm. So we're gonna start. Color me intrigued. I don't know how to do that. I want that color. <laughs> it's uh, purple. Okay. I don't know why. Purple. So we're gonna start out in 2010 uh, in a hotel room um, in Texas, and there's a man in the hotel room named Ed Flanagan. 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 Uh, and when he was found, he had a small abrasion to his face. Um, and the you know the initial thoughts were maybe this is just a, he had a heart attack uh-huh. like and he scratched himself or yeah. you know fell or whatever, um, but then the autopsy revealed that his interiors were a complete mess. Oh, um, someone feeding them ground up glass. <laughs> Close. Did I guess it? <laughs> you were not. If I'm gonna kill someone, I think I'm gonna ground up some glass and just feed it to them over time. Nah, nah. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you just watch them like start shitting blood, and they're worried yeah. about it, and like they're like, "What?" Okay. And I'm like, "You're all right. You're fine. This You're is a little, good." Little, little blood. Fuck. Little butt blood. I'll let you know when I don't believe when I shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's totally common. <laughs> uh, I said too much. So apart from some massive bruising around his groin. And a small cut. His groin, you say? And a small cut. Man, my groin could use some massive bruising. You know what I'm saying? Well, do you want this other part, too? A small cut on the scrotum? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Cut me, mama. Uh, Including those two, there were also uh, severe internal injuries, including two broken ribs and a ruptured heart. I don't think it's a heart attack. The injuries were consistent with blunt force trauma, um, like he'd been beaten. However, there was no bruising. That's my gangster rap. Group name. Blunt, Blunt Force, Force Trauma. Trauma. Yeah. I think there might be one. Oh, fuck. There's going to be two now. <laughs> uh, there was some bruising, or there was no bruising on his chest. The only bruising was around his groin. Okay. Like someone had hauled off and just kicked him very hard the dick. Where was Johnny Knoxville at when this was going on? <laughs> uh, the investigators were able to place the time of death soon after 8.30 p.m. However, there were three electricians. I feel like I don't want to die before 10 p.m. Yeah. Like, give me a couple more hours to yeah. just, like, enjoy the I mean, evening, I want to go you know? like two, three It's been morning. a long day. Just let me relax a little bit. A little bit. I just a little bit. I just 90 minutes, you know? <laughs> just let me make it to, like, 10, 10, 30. Because I should be in bed then I'm trying anyway. to watch my sitcom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to say it for the news. Like, I did get through Jeopardy. Thank <laughs> you. Yep, yep, yep. That Jeopardy Wheel of Fortune block. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do watch that almost every night. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. That is a big. That is a big. Uh, do you like if you're out and you're like, oh, I gotta get home. It's I mean, six forty-five. If I'm out, like, if I just like, if I run to the store, yeah, then I'm like, I gotta get the fuck home. <laughs> like, I mean, if I'm out, if I got plans, yeah. I don't worry about it. But yeah, if All I'm right. just like out doing something, like I need to get done, <laughs> I'm like, I really want to make it home in time for at least Jeopardy. I don't mind missing Wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I do like to watch me some Jeopardy. Makes oh me feel smart. Uh, We're learning so much about you. Uh, where we at? Oh. <laughs> he died at eight thirty. So someone d- kicked him in the dick. Maybe, maybe. So, <laughs> so yeah, they think about eight thirty sometime after that. I mean, what if he was just like going out so hard he bruised himself? Just really. Sometimes you miss. Maybe you're stroking so much you miss and you just punch yourself. Of ways, who knows what he was doing up there. Uh, you're in a hotel room, especially. When he's like trying to fuck between the mattress and the box oh, spring. When you're in a hotel room, that's when you're like, <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck about this place. I'll, I'll stick my dick in there. <laughs> I'm going to get real weird. <laughs> he's trying to fuck the microwave. 
Uh, so next door to him, on the frost, baby. Next door to him, uh, three electricians were staying in a room next to him, and they said they told the cops that they didn't hear like anything around that time, like they didn't uh. hear any kind of struggle or anything like that. Um, also, along with uh, or Ed Flanagan had a cigarette in his hand that had burned out. Like he, oh, he definitely just jade like off. He had, you know, yeah. That <laughs> cigarette was for the afterglow. You know what I'm saying? So you know, he was just having a smoke. <laughs> he jade off everywhere. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> turns out Ed Flanagan was shot in the scrotum. Oh. So that was the tiny cut. The cops were having trouble figuring out what the fuck happened, and they're um, not wanting to look there. Yeah. <laughs> or there might be one cop that where that's the first place he yeah. looks. Check He's like, check the screw up, <laughs> and this is like the one time. Like, God damn it, Bill! <laughs> He's not going to stop about this now. We'll look, but there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. And lift the dick up. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, oh my God! Bill's right around the room. <laughs> it was the scrotum. <laughs> So now you know every fucking crime scene. For, it's going to be a lady, and he's going to check the scrotum. Scrot- like Bill, he's like gender's fluid. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> so the cops really couldn't figure anything out. So Flanagan's family called in a private investigator by the name of Ken Brennan. Uh, one of the neighbors in the hotel room, they told Ken that they did hear. A crack, like a loud crack, Ooh. which could have been a gunshot. Uh-huh. So Brennan starts looking around. He starts investigating. That's what he's been hired to do. And he finds a small bullet hole in the wall between rooms. Uh, and it had been, the cops missed, then. But it looked like it had been concealed <laughs> up. They're all looking at the screen and be like, check the walls, boys. <laughs> yeah, the, the cops didn't even bother to look. <laughs> but it looked like the uh, little hole, somebody had taken toothpaste. Oh, to fill it in. okay. So... Uh, it turns out that the electricians in the other room had been drinking, and one of them, a guy named Lance Mueller, fired a shot, which went through the wall, separating their room from Flinnikin's. They thought they heard Flinnikin cough um, <laughs> from the other room, but what they actually were hearing was probably him, like, well, he may have, like, went, oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something. Shooting his straight him once, shame on you. They figured, do it um, twice. you know, they were like, oh, shit, we'll fill up the hole. Like, yeah. we didn't mean to damage. You know, they didn't want to probably get caught busted for damages. So they didn't have any cock on them, huh? He just cocked those holes cock. right over. They used toothpaste. So they all did. They put the toothpaste on the hole, and then they all went ahead and headed out um, to a bar. Listen, to I'm going to drinking. Out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the bullet had went through the wall and hit Flanagan. Right in his scrotum. Wow. While he was watching Iron Man 2. <laughs> so, he was naked, I I guess you I would assume. have to be naked. Yeah, I, I guess you not. You could go through your clothes. Yeah. But I would think the cops would see that. What movie would you want to be killed to? Not Iron Man 2, yeah. I'll tell you that much. Iron um, Man 1, maybe. No. Out of the Iron Man. <laughs> oh, if, you're, if, I'm, if I have to just pick out of the Iron Man movies. <laughs> One. Uh... I would probably want to be killed to Back to the Future 3 because, goddamn, I don't want to watch that movie. I don't want to be killed. Just shoot me in the dick. I don't want to be killed to something real weird. Yeah. So they'd be like, what's he watching? What the fuck was he? (laughs) What was going on? Schindler's List. Like something real smart. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this poor, smart bastard. (laughs) Uh, So not Iron Man 2. No, not Iron Man 2. (laughs) Yeah. Something weird. Like, I don't know what, but just something real weird. Vice versa. What's vice versa? With Daniel Stern and Fred Savage from the 80s where they switch brains. Oh. I, always 80s, lo- I always love a good body switch movie. The 80s love their body switch Fuck, movies. dude, I love the body switch movies. It was like somebody in the 80s just finished some coke. <laughs> and they were like, holy fuck, what if, like, body switched? And what then, if the kid became the dad and dad became the kid? And then they just spread throughout Hollywood and everybody, like, finished off their line. Oh, yeah. They're like, we want to do one. I'm right. Uh, so the bullet <laughs> entered his scrotum. Uh-huh. Um... Went into his body and just started ricocheting up his body. Basically. Fuck yeah! So caused massive internal injuries uh, and then lodged itself in his heart. What? It had to be a real small bullet if they said it was just a little tiny cut on. It the said scrotum. like the soft skin of the scrotum <laughs> swelled up. Yours is soft. <laughs> it's supposed to be soft. Yeah, it's not supposed to be rough. Scaly? Was it say anything about scales? No, not scaly. No. We it again. You need make sure. I'm gonna go to Wedbush. 
so yeah, almost like like uh, like uh, what's on the roof there? Shingles. I mean, it feels like a yeah. shingle. Oh, you need to go to the doctor. Oh, all right. You need to leave now. <laughs> okay. Huh. Uh, wow. Or maybe not. Was you'll that be, on Jeopardy? You'll be better protected from straight <laughs> yeah. bullets. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Shoot me there, buddy. So how terrible. That is a, like, that That now goes way up high on my list of worst ways to die. Yeah. Well, I just sit in a hotel bed, which you've all been there. Out. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. I've been in hotels by myself. It's just fucking the worst. But, like, I would rather, if I was going to be shot in the balls and have to die, like, I would rather have a person, like, in the room mad at me and do it. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're least, mad. And they're shooting you in the balls. You did something with Like, at dick. least then you're, like, in the situation. Yeah. But to just be, like, chilling out, balls out, <laughs> watching Iron Man 2, you know, probably, like, having a cigarette. <laughs> not thinking about anything, and then just all of a sudden... You Definitely not thinking about getting shot in the scrotum. You feel like a... Like, just something like... Ugh. Oh, man, yeah. And then you're dead. And it just rattles up That's your fucking terrible. body. God, man, what a bummer. Okay, so... <laughs> let's skip around a little bit, go to 2008. And, uh... Thomas Hickman, he was a red... Did he get lobster. shot in the dick? He was a red lobster executive. Oh, man. And he was found dead in the New Mexico desert. Did he have any of those cheddar biscuits on him? Cheddar Bay biscuits? <laughs> like, that's what it was. They wanted the recipe to the cheddar Bay yeah. biscuits. He's like, oh, take it to my grave. His mouth was bound with He's duct sleeping tape. with the fishes. Huh? Red lobster? <laughs> I get you. Okay. Yeah, his mouth was bound with duct tape, and he'd been shot once in the back of a he- in the back of the head. So suicide. Seemed like pretty uh, classic, you know. Gangster uh, trying to gang- kneel down. Yeah. Shoot uh, in the back of the head. But... Through the investigation, they could not figure out that, like, they couldn't figure out anyone that had, like, a grudge against them or, like, any reason why anybody would do this. I would say beef, but he did seafood. <laughs> huh? 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 <laughs> I think Red Lobster still steaks. Uh, Let's go. We'll find out. So his hands, um, by the time... I know they do chicken tenders and fries because I'm a child and that's what I get there when I go. Oh, that's probably what I would get there, too. <laughs> I, hate, I don't want no seafood. I hate, I hate seafood. Yeah. Uh, so when they found Hickman, though, his hands had been untied. There was like no sign of a struggle. Like you're out in the desert, so you know, yeah. I'm sure there's dirt, so you can see if there was like footprints, bunch of footprints, or like people, you know, like where he's being yeah. dragged or something. Um, <laughs> you are such a scientist. <laughs> it's in the desert, so there's probably dirt and stuff. Look, I don't want to look for it. <laughs> Check the check you the scrotums. Paint the picture. Check yeah. the scrotums. On these check cacti, his scrotums. On these cacti. Uh, his car was there, completely untouched. So it didn't look like anybody had like robbed him. Uh-huh. Um, it almost looked like somebody had just like, kind of like he willingly went out there with somebody. Yeah. And got killed. And that person disappeared into a UFO. Yes. Yes. Okay. So Solved uh, it. now I'm going. Do you ever watch uh, the show CSI? Of course I do. Okay, dramatic. What I just do? You got dramatic glasses. I, I ripped my glasses. I bent them. I just fucked up my glasses. <laughs> but I went, I used one hand. I ripped them off, and then I said, "What well, you guys heard?" I was like, "Of course I do." That's exactly what happened, guys. <laughs> I was here for it. So in a Josh se- verifies. Okay. In a season, in an episode of that show Cash. from season four, uh, a part of the episode is a man kills himself with a gun tied to a bunch of helium balloons. I think I saw that fucking episode. So when the I, bullets, it used to be on Spike TV, man. They love the fucking reruns yeah. on Spike TV. So when the when the when the balloons float away, it pulls the trigger. Um, turns out this is exactly what Thomas Hickman did. So what a dick, man! Like this, it's bad enough to kill yourself. Like don't fucking yeah, you know. Like there's answers out there. There's people out help him listen, but like. To kill yourself in a way where, like, you're confusing the cops and make them, like, go through all the... They're checking your scrotum. You know, like, we don't need all that. So, you do... Like, you might take back what you just said, though. Okay. So, but he had tied a, uh... Never in my life have I taken back what I've said, but go ahead and try. (laughs) Okay, go ahead and try. So, he tied a, uh, a lightweight gun to a bunch of balloons, duct taped his mouth shut, and then... They wow. Did, they did the really thing, was, yeah. shot himself in the back of the head. Uh, That's why you knew sold it when I called it a suicide earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the cops, because you guessed it right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. You knew. Uh, the cops. I ain't taking shit back. 
The cops found notes uh, which told his family what to do if something had happened to him. Oh, okay. So it's pretty clear that he did this um, because he didn't want the wife to kind of suffer from, like, thinking he had killed himself for maybe something she, you know. Yeah. Like, that he had had a reason to kill himself. But uh, his wife was seriously ill, and they really couldn't afford the, you know, like, the hospital bills and everything. But she would now be able to collect four hundred thousand oh, dollars off life insurance policy. Okay, uh, I feel like the bad guy now. So unfortunately, though, it would have worked if the wasn't for those darn kids and their the dog. fucking balloons would have <laughs> drifted off. Yeah, but uh, it was a windy day, so the balloons, as they start to drift, whatever the guns already been, you know, they've already pulled the trigger. Yeah. But as the balloons start to drift, the wind picks them up and drags them along the ground, and they get stuck in a cactus, like, right nearby. So the cops end up finding that uh, right there near his body. What if it was a clown that killed him, though? (laughs) What if? (laughs) What if? Clowns always got balloons on them. So, unfortunately, cops figure out it's suicide. So this guy suicide! It's a suicide! For no reason. You ever heard that song? Suicide! It's a yes. suicide! Damn. I don't think we need a soundtrack for this man's death, though. <laughs> no. So, yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. The guy had a good plan for good reasons. I think it, and it was an episode of CSI. And you just assume the cops aren't stu- aren't smart enough to figure things out. Yeah. And they wouldn't have been. You would think. They wouldn't have been if the fucking wind hadn't gone yeah, involved. Yeah, it would have. So, all right. Damn. Another uh, bummer. You're you're two for two on bummers today. Yeah. Good job. So this next story, uh, <laughs> you may know. A lot of people listening will probably know as soon as I say a certain people name. listen to this. There's maybe three. What? <laughs> so the three of you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so to the people of Springfield, Missouri, 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 Dee Dee Blanchard was a hero. Uh, she dedicated her life to her to caring for her chronically ill daughter Gypsy. That rainy bells. Nope. Okay. Uh, she suffered from chromosomal defects, muscular dystrophy, eye problems, epilepsy, severe asthma, sleep apnea, and brain damage, among oh. other ailments. Uh, she'd even had leukemia as a child. Damn. The imp- uh, Gypsy was very frail. She used a wheelchair to get around and often needing needed a feeding tube and an oxygen tank. Uh, as if that wasn't enough, Dee Dee's other family abused Gypsy until Dee Dee herself stood up to them and then fled her hometown with daughter with her daughter. Uh, their new home was then destroyed in Hurricane Katrina, but Dee Dee carved out a new life for them in Missouri. Dee Dee Blanchard, Blanchard was precisely one, uh, or no, so, so the whole town was absolutely horrified when they found out that Dee Dee had been found stabbed to death in her home in 2015. To make matters worse, Worse, Gypsy was nowhere to be found. Oh. And on their joint Facebook account, uh, messages were posted which declared things like, That bitch is dead. Um, The comments, uh, there was a poster. Somebody in the comments posted, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her. Sweet, innocent daughter. Her, Her scream was so fucking loud, LOL. So... You're pretty typical. We went really dark, really fast. You're pretty typical comment section. That sounds about like Facebook. That sounds about right. Uh, Turns out, though, Gypsy had done it. It was Gypsy all along. The kid? The kid. Gypsy Blanchard had her mother killed. She also wasn't sick at all. Uh, She was a perfectly healthy 23-year-old girl who was fully capable of walking, talking, uh, planning a murder. Um, She uh, did not... However, though, she did not know how old she actually was. Damn. Uh, What what the fuck? And her decision to murder her mother was the result of Dee Dee uh, having a nasty case of Munchausen by proxy. So she... I don't know what that means. It's when you... Is that where you eat a lot? (laughs) No, it sounds like it, though. Yeah, yeah. So... You eat a lot of proxy or something? uh, Let me look it up so I can be accurate here. But basically, um, you project uh, illnesses 
onto someone else. Okay. Because uh, she probably liked the attention of being the lady with the sick kid. Yeah. It is a mental illness in a form of child abuse. The caretaker of a child, most often a mother, either makes up fake symptoms or causes real symptoms yeah. to make it look like the child. I think sick. that was an episode of CSI. Probably. Yeah. So, yeah, she had done this to Gypsy. We should review CSI episodes. <laughs> Let's just start. Let's become the CSI podcast. Turn, shut this shit down, okay? You done bummed me out. I miss voting. We need some David Caruso, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Don't make me take my glasses off dramatically again. So she had been Don't faking break. her daughter's illnesses ever since Gypsy was a baby. Ah, it's awful. Uh, as Gypsy grew up, her mother shaved her head, fed her liquid <sighs> nutritional supplements and tranquilizers, and forced her to use a wheelchair in public. Uh, Dee Dee reported a ton of symptoms that to different is so doctors psycho, man. who helped by prescribing medication and performing numerous surgeries, including one to Gypsy's eye muscles uh, and one completely removing her salivary glands. Jesus. So these doctors are just like, yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll do that for yeah. you. I mean, we would, you seem really sad and upset. The only advice we ever have is lose weight. Sal- so so she couldn't like have saliva anymore. So salivary, salivary glands. Like, what the fuck is that? What good is that? Like, what? Um, she's got too much. Yeah, like, I they think she was like choking on or something because she's so like you know like immobile or something. Yeah, I would assume that would like. That's fucking crazy. And the, yeah, they're like, you're gonna pay us, right? Your insurance yeah, so she will cover just that. Couldn't yep. make saliva. So, which would mean she would have to drink those fucking, like, yeah. drinks and stuff because yeah. she wouldn't be able to, um, yeah. So. It's like cotton mouth forever. Uh, finally, one of Gypsy's tests came back negative or something, and the staff at the clinic became suspicious. Uh, when Dee Dee was questioned, she just stopped going to that doctor altogether. Yeah. Because, yeah. You done found me out. Uh, she had been, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, defrauding multiple charities. Yeah. Um, at the time of her family, at the time of seeing the- that, yeah, like people are, I'm sure she's p- tugging at heartstrings, so they're helping her. But they could be helping yeah. other people that really yeah. need that, or helping Gypsy. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, at the time of her murder, they lived in a house built by Habitat for Humanity, complete with a customized amenities like a hot tub that would help with Gypsy's muscles. God, which, you know, I'm sure Didi never used. No. Uh, so trapped, sipping wine. She was trapped with her mother. Gypsy was raised to go along wine. with exceptions. She was on box wine. <laughs> uh, she was in a ton of pain all the time. Um, however, as the years went by, uh, she began to resent her mother. Uh, she also began to spend a lot of time on the internet. Oh, she, yep. She made friends with a guy named Nicholas uh, Gottigen, and became they became a couple. Uh-huh. And then together, what she kind of figured out was going on, uh, the two hatched a plan to murder Dee Dee. Um, now, that does seem like an extreme reaction. Now, the smart I feel thing like would the guy could have like, just get her out of there. Go to the cops. Yeah, just get yeah. her out of there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, not sticking up for Dee Dee in any way, but right. I mean, that just doesn't... Instead, uh, Nicholas entered the house and brutally murdered Dee Dee with a serrated yeah, they, they knife. They went to 11 really fast. Yeah. They skipped 10 whole numbers. Uh, police were tipped off after a friend of Gypsy's mentioned her secret online boyfriend. Uh, Gypsy was found in uh, Gottagen's apartment without the wheelchair um, and just being way, she was way better health. Like yeah. when the cops went to find her, they assumed she was a sick girl in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. So they show up. She has no wheelchair. Probably She's healthy. They haven't been giving her the mama. Been yeah, giving her tranquilizers and all the other bullshit. Uh, so she ended up taking taking a plea deal for a second degree murder Tra- charge. Man, what'd she do? Like She's ten years. Ten year sentence. Okay. Um, and her boyfriend at the time this was written. So like her boyfriend's been convicted since then, but he was. So yeah, I mean this girl, like it's and like you said, like. They took it to an 11 real quick. Yeah. So in one way, though, it's hard to, like, blame her for wanting to And who knows know. what the mom would tell her. Maybe they were fighting. The mom was like, you know, I'll kill you before I let you. And, you know, if the cops show up, who knows what the mom might be able to just talk her way out of it. Yeah. And now, you know, internet gets taken away. The yeah. mom increases, tranqu- you know, tranquilizers. Like, who yeah. the fuck knows what she would have yeah. done? So. Yeah. That's, man. Yeah. If they would have had a better plan, killing the mom might have been the best way out, really. I mean, sad as that is. Okay. So... That was pretty bummer. Yeah. <laughs> These are all bummers. <laughs> you got it. I like them. Though. I mean, stories. we're talking about death, so yeah, it's yeah, hard to be a bummer. Yeah. Uh, They're interesting. They're very interesting. Yeah. So this one is 2005 when a Alaskan man named Richard Bennett just uh, vanished into thin air. Um, 
he had seemed though like he wanted to disappear. Uh, he had given all of his belongings away to friends and family, um, and then that's you know then he just kind of disappeared. No one knew where he went though, or really why, until a few months later when his family found a body near the wood in the woods near his trailer. Check the scrotum. <laughs> the head was missing. Um, scrotum. Everybody kind of does attribute that though to wild animals. Yeah. Uh, but the remains matched. So the remains, like that's his dick. <laughs> uh, the remains match, but that is his scrotum. They matched his that's description. His soft, soft baby like scrotum. <laughs> uh, they matched. Uh, you know, he was roughly the same size, age bracket, everything. Yeah. Even wearing the clothes that he would have wore. Um, forensic anthropologists found a healed break in the shin, uh, which they compared with x-rays from the time Bennett broke his leg in a motorcycle accident. It was a perfect match. So the pretty much him. They think they think the Bennett's family buried the body in 2006. The Bennett family buried the body. Mm Mm-hmm. Two thousand six. Bennett, the Bennett bar- the Bennett family buries the body. <laughs> the Bennett body was buried. <laughs> yes, the Bennett body was buried by the Bennett family. Yep. In two thousand four, another area, uh, also named Richard. This man name is Richard Hills. He had gone missing as well. Uh, uh, this was again in Alaska. So his crash car was found with keys still in the ignition. Uh, his tracks went on for about a quarter mile and then just kind of vanished. Um, he had been running with kind of like a bad crowd uh-huh. in this time, um, but there was no indication that he was either killed or committed suicide or had intentions of committing suicide. And since nobody could find any remains, the case went unsolved for around 10 years. Uh, turns out that the body that was found that everybody thought was Richard Bennett was not. It was Richard Hills. Mm. As it turns out, Hills had also broken his leg in an old accident. What are the chances? <laughs> and uh, the two breaks were almost identical. Wow. Uh, they were both also roughly the same age. They had about the same build and wore about the same kind of clothes. Um, and then they both you know, went missing in the same area around yeah. the same time. Uh, the mix-up wasn't figured out until 2014. Uh, there was a forest fire um, on the... Kenai Peninsula, which revealed the bones of a third person. Um, state troopers started looking through the list of local disappearances. They discovered uh, some ignored DNA data that was suggesting that the body release of the Bennett family was ignored not... Ignored DNA. We don't need to check we, that DNA. Sure, we tested it. We've got his legs. Fuck, we don't gotta check that DNA stuff. So Just ignore it. Through that DNA, they figure out that the body of the It's like Bennett's... they send to him in text nerves or ignore a button. He's like, ah, it's <laughs> yeah. not now, okay? Send I'm, a, watching send CS- voice, I'm watching CSI. I'm watching CSI. So they figured out that it was Hill's body. Um, he had stumbled toward the Bennett's property after his car crash, only to collapse and succumb to his injuries. Uh, plus the elements, you know, animals yeah. and everything. Uh, as for... Richard Bennett, the original man we were talking about, his fate, nobody knows what happened to him still. Oh. The bones they found in the fire were, they don't, that was a totally different person. But oh. it ended up making them kind of relook at some cases. Yeah. And they figured out, so nobody knows what happened to Richard uh What if Bennett, Bennett really all. killed Hills and tried to pass his body out? <laughs> Maybe. And he wanted, just wanted to disappear. Sometimes you just want to disappear. All right, like well, that's a lot of work to have to do first, like to kill a guy yeah. and all that, like cut his head off. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, yeah, like I just want to disappear. So, last one, uh, we're gonna go all the way back to 1922. Um, Fred Osterich, he was an apron magnate, magnate, which means like he was he was a big apron seller. Okay, like he ran the largest apron clothing. Uh-huh. Back in 1922, you could she had, So he had the apron game covered. Yes. Because huh? the apron covers, oh, I got it. covers the front uh-huh. of you when you're cooking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he had it covered. He had it covered, <laughs> didn't he? Uh, imagine living in a time where, like... That joke would have been funny. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> it's hard. It is. So, like, where you could be successful selling one item. Yeah, yeah, just aprons. Yeah. Like, you got anything? Like, I could really use some milk and bread while you have, like, too. oven mitts or anything? No, I have aprons. <laughs> we have aprons. That's it. We got you covered. Did you Did you hear the slogan? Yeah. I can't believe it took people so long to figure out, like, the idea of a store. 
like where it was like we have a lot of them. <laughs> like I, I can't believe it that. took people that long to be like, why don't we just put everything in one store? And who uses an apron? How like, messy are you getting? We'll, like we'll separate it by departments. <laughs> and then this guy's like, <laughs> what do I do about my aprons? I have an apron store. Like, we'll buy them directly from you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like that lake. Okay, so. Uh, he was shot dead in his Los Angeles. Anyway, he was shot dead. Anyways, like everybody else, he I'm shot dead. I'm not going to bring up his scrotum. In Los Angeles, in his Los Angeles mansion. Was he, he owned what? a mansion. He sold so oh. many aprons, he owned a mansion. He had an apron mansion. <laughs> aprons in every room. <laughs> he didn't even wash aprons. He just threw them away no, when he was me. done. He, he wiped his ass them. with aprons. Yeah, yeah. Uh... The police found his He lit aprons on fire to light $100 bills <laughs> exactly. to light his cigar. It was a lot of work to do, but, but my God, it impressed the, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he would have aprons made out of $100 bills yeah. and then light those on fire oh, to light his yeah. $100 bills To wipe fire. his ass. <laughs> to wipe his it ass. It burned every time. But he didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so. He had a room for that in the mansion. The police found his wife. Uh, her name. <laughs> Uh, okay, her middle name is Dolly. Okay. And she probably should have went with, I assume she's probably went with that, because her first name is Wahlberger. <laughs> Wahlberger? Wahlberger. <laughs> Isn't that a show, like, about, like, oh, yes. like Donnie Wahlberg's yeah, hamburger? Yeah, what's wrong with the <laughs> Yeah, I'll tell you, hey, say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> say hello to your mother for me. Eat a Wahlberger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's exactly Yeah, Dolly, show. eat a Wahlberger. So they you. find her screaming in a closet. <laughs> I we gotta get this we gotta get this joke with him. So, anyways, okay, terrible sorry. thing. Terrible. Uh, no, so she's screaming in the closet. All right, he did. She's uh, screaming in the and closet, and it's locked from the outside. So she's the only living person in the house. Uh, so she immediately becomes. A Why person. would you have a closet that's locked from the outside? You try to keep your clothes in Look, there. In the twenties, people did awful <laughs> you shit. Just unlock that shit from the outside if you want it in there. Uh, one of the one of the first houses I ever lived in. Uh, the. Uh, my bedroom had a lock. All the bedrooms had a lock on the outside. <laughs> what? Only. So, like, you couldn't, like, we were all like, do not lock your fucking door. <laughs> How did you get asleep? What the fuck? Uh, Put, like, bell on your door and see just starts to be like, what is that? Don't do it. You just have to be real careful to lock it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, where am I? She became the prime suspect. However, it was impossible for her to be the murderer. Uh, there was no way that she could have locked herself in the closet. Were there balloons? Without like some, <laughs> yeah, without some kind of like, secret passage. Yeah. Uh, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, so Did she uh, say that? She's like, there's no way I could have killed him, not unless there's like a secret passage. Yeah, in here. And, you know, don't look for any of those yeah. balloons. There's none. They're like, all right, well, there's we don't know one. then. All right, well. It is 1920. All right, ma'am. Well, we won't look for those. So, like, then. the butcher is probably also the cop. He's like, all right, I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I'll get back to the shop. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this guy has a mansion because he sells fucking aprons. <laughs> I can't even afford a fucking apron. Yeah. <laughs> I can't use one of my kids as an apron. You know what? I live here now. Yep. What are you going to do? Call the cops? <laughs> it's me. I'm the sheriff. <laughs> Fuck you. So. Uh, That'd be a good show. The sheriff butcher. <laughs> the sheriff butcher. <laughs> you got to cut down on crime. The sheriff butcher in the apron mansion. <laughs> yeah. So, cut down on crime and T-bones. Do- Dolly had a lover oh, on right. the side. His name was Otto. I've, I've tried to love the side. It's hard. You usually got to pick either the front or back. But if you're just loving on the side, I mean, it's you there's figure, friction. You can figure it out. Yeah, you get some friction yeah. and stuff. Look, sometimes but. you got to work for it. <laughs> yeah. Life, Show what you can do on the side. Life and then maybe easy, like one of, the, one of the ends will open up. You got to adapt. <laughs> uh, you got to be ready for anything on game day. Uh, so her all in the field. Her side piece, Otto. Uh, <laughs> That's a good side piece name. had secretly been living in the attic of the mansion. <laughs> How big is this guy? He's an apron magnate, Joel. <laughs> it's giant. He just cover himself with aprons and walk around the house. <laughs> then, yeah, fucking Fred will see him and be like, those are my aprons. Yep. That's what I built. <laughs> uh, so before, uh, this also wasn't the first secret attic that he lived in. <laughs> before they moved to, La- before the ostriches moved to Los Angeles, Otto spent 10 years stashed away in the attic of their Milwaukee home. Oh, all right. So this has been going on for he, He's literally a kept man. Yes. 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 That's his job, to just live in secret and fuck her. He'd be- he began the affair with Dolly while he worked for Fred. Um, 
when the neighbors became suspicious of his frequent visits, Dolly convinced him to quit you his job. You know they fucked in just aprons. Oh, yeah. Like, they'd be naked oh. and just have aprons on. Oh, they would just, just pile of aprons. <laughs> put holes in, like, the front of it. Like, she has a special apron with a hole <laughs> yes. in it. Uh, since neighbors started Shoot it all over me I'm wearing since an Since neighbors started seeing him show up all the time They kind of got suspicious Yeah So she said Hey just quit your job Move into the attic uh-huh. We can fuck whenever <laughs> You know And he was like Yeah that sounds perfect <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I get to live for free Well what did he do all That was like before internet and me Well and I'm assuming Fred was out working Oh day, yeah So he a- was just like Aprons don't make themselves 6am Fred's out the door <laughs> And it's pound, it's pound for pound apron. Town, Do you cook a lot? No. All right. Well, can I'll be on to the next house then. <laughs> it's either uh, you need an apron or you don't. You're not convincing <laughs> someone to get an apron. Otto and Wahlberg are just <laughs> banging. Yeah. Twenty four seven. You don't know where Dolly ends and Otto starts. So I can actually answer your question about what he was doing. Okay. Uh, so you know he would make his visits to Dolly. They would get their. They'd get their. They're banging on. Uh, but then most of the time, though, he would just be completely alone in the attic, uh, reading, sleeping on his little small cot that he had, uh, <laughs> drinking bathtub gin, um, and writing Pulp Fiction stories. All right. So, you know, like on one hand, you don't have to pay rent. Yeah. You got this, like, you got this piece of ass down here anytime you want it. But on the other hand, it's like, can I get like a bed? <laughs> Maybe a sandwich? Like a sandwich? <laughs> I've been eating all this pink insulation. Could you put on one of those aprons and make me a sandwich? <laughs> <I mean. laughs> and then, you know, she's looking at him like, I own you. And he's yeah. like, I'll put the apron on. Get that on. dick out. Yeah. So during Leave the, it out. Uh, also, during these years, Dolly was the only person Otto ever saw. Wow. Uh, wow. He would later say that he was essentially her sex slave. Uh, and that he loved her as a boy loves his mother, um, which you know you're not helping yourself, yeah. Otto. Otto, you're a weird dude. <laughs> maybe maybe less words. Uh, so Fred was a heavy drinker, <laughs> but he did start to notice strange noises uh, coming from the attic, <laughs> mysterious shadows, uh, the occasional missing cigar. Come everywhere. Uh, um, He's like that is not my cum. <laughs> yes, that's I know my cum. <laughs> I know where I came. That is not. That my is cum. not it. Uh, so, yeah, this was when they lived in the old house in Milwaukee. So, like, he kind of, like, all this stuff started, you know, was happening. Like, the noises, the yeah. shadows, the missing shit. So, he kind of started to think he was maybe going insane. So, he thought they should move. So, that's why they moved to L.A. But, you know, everything in the house went with him. <laughs> so, uh, Dolly, the only thing she really wanted to make sure the mansion had was an attic. You know, she's like, I just have to have an attic. Like, yeah. I can't tell you why. I just have to have one. Um and somehow, I don't know how the fuck they pulled it off, but somehow Otto secretly moves with them, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I dressed as one of the movers, you know, <laughs> just like put on a jumpsuit. So one day, Otto overhears Fred and Dolly having a very, like, very loud, violent fight, uh-huh. like, argument. He charges downstairs. He has f- both of Fred's guns. Uh... And he fires three random or three rounds into Fred's chest. Uh, then he locked Dolly in the cupboard and went back to the attic. <laughs> uh, police showed up, like we talked about at the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, they can't find anybody else in the house. They don't. They don't think to even check the attic. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think they checked the well, attic. If they did check. He the yelled attic. up there. Hey, is anyone up there? If they did check it, they didn't. They didn't see him. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they go ahead and assume that it's Dolly that did it. She's only, she's still alive. She's the only one in the house. Um, and Dolly, you know, she, she ain't no, this was not on she's CSI. no fucking snitch. <laughs> so she tell, she tells the cops that it was a burglar and, oh, she's not a snitch. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah, she's she, loyal. She's loyal. She's other than to the husband. <laughs> yeah. She's really loyal. Not uh, the Fred. But loyal to Otto. But this okay. way, the cops, apparently her, te- her telling them it was a burglar was enough for the cops to go, well, all right. Yeah. So she's off the hook. Uh, and, you know, now you would think, well, Otto can come down from the attic now. Come on down, big boy. He gets to live in the fucking main mansion yeah. now. He's probably like a scared cat though. He took know? care of his kids. He gets really frightened. <laughs> like someone's at the door and he's just like. Very skittish. He's like, no, Otto, 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 it's okay. Uh. Unfortunately for Otto, he continued just to be her personal uh, 
addict, sex slave. Yeah. Uh, because she struck up a new relationship with her late husband's uh, attorney, oh. Herman. All right. Uh, and a businessman named Roy. <laughs> I mean, get it, Dolly. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Uh, Shapiro became, uh, that's uh, Herman. He became suspicious of Dolly when she gifted him an expensive watch, which looked a lot like the one that she said the burglar had stolen. Um, and Roy didn't care much for the way Dolly casually asked him to get rid of his gu- get rid of a gun. That you know, she's like, "Hey, I got yeah. this gun. You think you can do something with it?" <laughs> uh, so it's not sh- the one that killed my husband. The other gun, she randomly asked a neighbor if uh, they would bury the gun in <laughs> their backyard for her. Dolly uh, is not very smart. So you think you know maybe like th- uh, this is Dolly's doing some. Uh, Terrible cover-up work yeah. here. But she also did ask a guy who wants to like live in an attic and fuck her. Yeah. And he said yeah. So she's probably like, I can get away with fucking anything. Yeah. I told those for cops. For 10 years. For over a decade. Yeah, I told those cops it was some random dude, and they were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's probably like, I can fucking do whatever I want. Uh, but Roy, Roy Klum, he went to the police uh, with a story and said, like, hey, she wants me to get rid of this fucking gun for her. Yeah. And so Dolly is arrested in 1923. Um, but they still have no, uh, evidence that she did anything. So, um, she's locked in a freaking closet. They once again have to let her out. Um, so she does, they do end up getting her put in jail, but they really don't have any evidence to really make a case. Yeah. Um, while she's in jail, she tells, uh, which guy was this? She's got too many dudes. Uh, Herbert, Herman? or Herman. She tells Herman about Otto and begs him to go buy groceries for him because, yeah. hey, I can't let, I can't, he, like, he's got to eat or he's going to die. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you know, he's got to have energy my, to fuck me. Can you take care of my fish for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, so Shapiro did. Wow. He went and bought the guy groceries. Fucking cocks, man. Uh, and Otto was like, oh, this is awesome. I have a friend now. Yeah. So him and Herman become <laughs> buddies because of this. And he tells Herman everything. Everything. Well, he hasn't been around anybody <laughs> other than fucking Dolly. <laughs> he has no idea. So uh, Herman immediately goes to the police. And by immediately, I mean seven years later. <laughs> Uh, you gotta think about it. And the only reason it. he went is because Dolly had just broken up with him. So the statute of limitations for manslaughter had expired, so everyone got away with it. Can I be really vulgar for a second? Yes. How good is Dolly's pussy? <laughs> if all these dudes, if I could be like Kevin Hart for a second, or like really one of these vulgar fellas, I'm not normally vulgar. But how good? Is that box that all these dudes, this guy waited seven years knowing that she's fucking another guy, getting him groceries. And, I mean, honestly, like, because Otto told him what happened. So, this dude's also got to think, like, I better not raise my voice once. <laughs> yeah. Because Otto's going to come down and fucking kill me. <laughs> I better be friends with this guy, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Dolly lived the rest of her life as a free woman. Oh. And, like, had basically inherited all of. The late husband's wealth. Yeah. She All that apron just money. had dudes. Like, who knows? Like, did she have a basement, too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's, she a, she's got a dude in every room of the house. Yeah. Basically. Go Dolly. And they're all just buying groceries for each other. Not a bad life. <laughs> no. I, think yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if, if you're out there and you're listening, you see someone live in your attic and, you know, yeah. do a little work every now and then. Free rent. <laughs> Free food. Holla at you, boy. Yeah, all you got to do is stay in the attic. And don't touch my scaly, scaly scrotum. <laughs> That's weathering me something real quick. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to Google scaly. <laughs> You're going to see. I, can you rotate scrotum. the screen? Because I don't want to see the pictures that come up for this. I'm not, I'm not scared. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I, I, I got to back away. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! That's what I look at in the mirror every morning. Oh no! That looks like <laughs> that one. Kind of looks like an everything big. They're not soft. They don't look soft. They look bad. <laughs> Beat the fuck up! My God! <laughs> oh, that one looks kind of like an alien. Oh, why are you still looking at it? 
Oh wow, that's <laughs> Josh is just scrolling now, scrolling the scrotum, yep, yep. Oh. scrolling the scaly scrotum. There's one dude's on here going like, point check out my package hands. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Good God, man! Oh. You need to go to the hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you might die. <laughs> but we also established you can protect me from being shot in the scrotum. So, so you know, what's and plus I'll never go to a hospital. So right. I'll live with it. You might just want to go, like, stop by the store and get yourself like a. Uh... Just show them at the store. <laughs> what they think? Yeah, because what you want is their best uh, cheese grater. Oh! And then you're just going to go home and try to get off like, the right. top layer of that. Oh, I'll get off all right. <laughs> yeah, while you're doing it. <laughs> Don't worry about that! But yeah. Wink! I think you just need to keep it standing down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, maybe, maybe put some uh, lacquer on there. Get it nice and shiny. Okay. Yeah. I, all these are good ideas. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm just trying to make your scrotum look more um, appealing. Yeah, thank you. So... I, and you're not giving me much to work with. I'm glad I didn't see those pictures. I saw it for like half, a little bit out of my peripheral. I've seen but. way worse than that. <laughs> that's nothing to you. Yes. <laughs> Fucking scaly scrotums, that's nothing to me. <laughs> the things I've seen. On a Saturday, Saturday scaly scrotum. Yeah, that's on. what I call Saturdays. <laughs> scaly scrotum Saturdays. Yep, I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, don't forget to get out and vote. Yeah. Hey, are you excited? Oh, about... Because you oh. just got tickets today. Oh, we the have Friday, December 2nd. That's right, at uh, Monsters Horde. Yeah, you got to go check out the show today. Or you checked out the store. I checked out the store. Talked to cool. the owner, Aaron. Uh huh. We talked about maybe doing a live podcast there. Yeah, yeah, That'd might be fun. Might do one. If we can um, get enough people interested. Yeah, but we're going to definitely, there's a comedy show coming up with me, Carlin Haggerty, and Jacob Paul. You got your table. December 2nd. Monster Sword uh, Toy Store in Marietta. It's on Putnam Street. 313. 313 Putnam Street. Uh, you can get 10 bucks a ticket. Yep. Or you can reserve a table for 4 for Because you don't have a lot of tables. Now, I understand when you hear one ticket for $10, or you can get a table for 50 that you're thinking the math doesn't work out there, but you get a table yeah. to set your things on, uh-huh. and you get beverages and snacks yeah. and things like and that. And he asked you what you wanted, too. So he's yeah, got to put together Aaron a little grocery list. Yeah. yeah. Aaron's going to hook it up. It's going to be a really fun show. Uh, and yeah. the stage will have carpet on it. Stage will have carpet. And, and then while you're there, you can buy yourself like a record. There's a, I uh, got some, yeah, I got some good figure. stuff. I got Billy, Billy Idol record today. Yeah. Some pins. Some pins. Wink. Ninja Turtle pins. Yep. Uh, and, the, and, gotta, and a Rotar, the He-Man yeah. toy. So, you know, the show, doors open at 645. Show yeah. start about 7. Yeah. So get there around 645, check out the store a little bit, uh-huh. you know, maybe buy a couple things. Yeah, and yeah, the store will be closed, but I mean, when you're there and you see something you want, I'm sure you the, there's something yeah, you yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after the show, you know, check some stuff out, but uh, Joel will be hosting. Uh-huh. Uh, the two performers will be Jacob Hall and Carlin Haggerty. Yeah, Jacob's closing. Carlin, okay. Carlin's featuring. Uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. No word on their scrotums, I'll ask. We'll figure it out, though. Yeah. That's going to be question. I'm, uh, I'm going to a comedy show tonight. We couldn't promote that because I just found out about that yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the, the host had to cancel, and Lori Graves, who just runs a ton of shows. Yeah. I mean, she probably could have picked one of, like, dozens upon yeah. dozens of comics. Dozens and dozens. And she picked me, you know, because I think I have that that special quality that uh-huh. kind of makes me stand out from all those other comics. Right. You know, a what? PA system. Oh, okay. <laughs> But when I bought my PA system, Carlin told me, he said, if you buy that, you'll get shows just because. I mean, I've worked with Lori before. Yeah. She trusts me, I know. But, yeah, it's definitely, I got the show because she needed, she's out of town. The original host got stuck where he was. So, well, whatever yeah, gets so I'm there. about to go to Jackson and hire to the stock room. And uh, you don't want to come, which is, I'm not sad about it. I'm okay with it. I don't. I got a Saturday night. I'm not going to cry the whole time there because you didn't want to go. I'll be fine. Okay. All right. I'm glad. Good. <laughs> okay. Why'd you bring it up? I, you did. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. This will be my second show this year, uh, which you know, by math, the the Toy Story will be my third show of the year. <laughs> by math, I say that a lot. According like, to math. According to math, it'll be my third. <laughs> but I'm hoping, man. I, I like the feeling of don't, having some comedy. You, I definitely want to do more of it. I need to get back into it. Yeah, for sure. You need to get out there on the road. I know. Spread the fucking message of the podcast. Yeah. I'm doing the computer work. Yeah. You got to do the leg work. I should. 
with you and your scaly scroll. I know. I could I could do a lot of walk with that scaly. You know, it doesn't get like all like, you know, you know, like the gold bomb commercials where mm-hmm. you can kinda get that, you know, where it kinda hurts in the groin. Oh see, I would think it would hurt a lot. I'm so scaly. No, it's dead. I down think it'd be there. itchy. It's so dead oh, okay. down there. Just a barren <laughs> <Yep>. wasteland. <laughs> Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> Yeah, this was this was fun. This I think episode. you offer something different. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I definitely offer something different. Like, That's the nicest, kindest way to put it. Ladies, aren't you tired of smooth scrotums? <laughs> Wouldn't don't you want something like rough, like a working man scrotum? Yeah, that scrotum has, has done some work. It's been yeah. around. Yeah, it's got calluses on it. <laughs> yeah. You know when you feel that scrotum, you're with a man. I'm a man. <laughs> Don't touch my toys. I think I just wrote your. Don't t- touch my toys though. I think you- I just wrote your Tinder profile for you. <laughs> oh, do I have to get back on Tinder? No. Oh yeah. I'll be yeah, scaly scrotum. You gotta, you gotta, That'll be my fucking bio. You got a hook now. <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, I think I think on that note, it's yeah. time for the stand. Look, my scrotum is really smooth. This has all been like a, <laughs> this whole episode has been a jest. Okay, it's fun, the kid, but you know. Well, there goes your Tinder profile. <laughs> there goes the fucking specialness. Blew it at the end. Story of my life. All right. Until next time. Vote. Uh, vote. <laughs> Get out and vote on Tuesday. Even if they tell you. <laughs> Sir, ma'am, <laughs> voting was last week. What are you doing you with your say, life? You say no. Yeah, you this vote. This is my goddamn no. right. <laughs> yeah. I am voting. Vote. Give me a paper with names on it. I will pick them. Yeah. Is Joel a good boy? Yes or no? Vote yes or now. no. I vote did, now. I did write that in on everyone's ballot when I voted. They didn't know what it was. Apparently illegal. <laughs> you etched it into the screen. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the cops said I can't do that, but I was like, I'm going to fucking America. Yeah. And Joel's a good boy. Sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. Can I talk to your manager, sir? It was a lady. Said, She's like, call me, ma'am. Yeah. And I said, no, sir. <laughs> no, sir. You're in a uniform and I respect it, sir. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>